Let me show you a verse in Romans 14. I'll not read the whole verse, but just see that it's speaking of the essence of the kingdom. What is the kingdom of God all about? It's about strength. It is about joy. It's about peace. In Romans 15, here's God's hope for us that we would be filled with peace. Think about that awesome possibility. In Galatians 5, which is our text for this series, we learn that it is the Holy Spirit that produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, and today our focus is peace. This, to me, is the battleground. The enemy knows what happens in us when we don't live in the peace of God. So he creates a real battle when it comes to trying to attack with fear and anxiety, condemnation, anything he can do so that we are trying to live apart from the peace of God. The enemy wants to win this battle. He would much rather you do this day in a spirit of fear or a spirit of heaviness, discouragement, depression, than in the peace of God which is the essence of the kingdom, which is the nature of God, which is produced by the Spirit of God. It's the battleground because peace is so often what God uses to guide us. Some of you may need guidance this morning. It is that deep, settled peace that is often what the Lord will use to give you that final indicator. Any decision needs to be tested with God's Word. Any decision needs to be tested by godly people that you respect, that have your best interests at heart, where you can get wisdom and say, you know, am I moving in the right direction? But I want to tell you one of the the deciding factors. Matter of fact, peace in the New Testament, one picture of it is situational approval. It is where you're trying to seek not wisdom on right or wrong, but right and right. You've got two or three options. None of them violate Scripture. They all would be good. They're all permissible, but you know there is one that would be perfect, and the indicator often is that deep, settled peace in your core. So the battle is going to be peace because the enemy doesn't want us to be in the center of God's plan. Peace is our protection. The Bible says in Ephesians that in warfare, the enemy is like launching these fiery missiles, these fiery darts, Those are thoughts. Those thoughts are condemnation, anxiety, and fear. It's like a treadmill that goes faster and faster, and we lose all control. It's like we can't shut it down, and those thoughts are just coming on us like a a spirit, literally, of heaviness, and we, we know defeat as we are in that situation, and there must be a response, and the response is the power of God that stops that kind of, of momentum of the enemy, and then guards you with peace. When it says that the peace of God will guard your heart, it's one word of authority like the umpire in a game who sets the rules of the game, and if there's something that violates those rules, that umpire sets it right. He is the authority. The Holy Spirit sets boundaries so that you can test thoughts. If there's a thought that is trying to set up in your mind that is against the promise of God, it is the Holy Spirit in you that will check you on that and say, look, that's not lovely. That's not of a good report. 
That's not pure. That's not praiseworthy. You need to counter that with truth. That doesn't belong. It is protection. It's a guardian. It's an indicator. John Kennedy Jr., he died in a plane crash. He was piloting his own plane, and the instrument panel malfunctioned, and he suffered vertigo. He didn't know which way was up or down. Thinking he was climbing, he plunged right into the ocean. You see, he lost that indicator in the fog. Often life is like flying in the fog, and we need that indicator, and that guidance is often the peace of God. It's the protection of God, and it's the way we progress in life. You are made to advance. You are made for destiny, and God has a dream for your life. And often the dream is, is like climbing a steep mountain, and you've got to have traction. So we are taught in the armor of God that we're given certain shoes. Let me describe them for you. It's very specific. It says here in God's Word that we're given these shoes to put on that are peace, and it comes from the good news. And that word peace there is traction. And we'll come back to that word a little later in the message, but just hear that word. When you're trying to advance, you have to gain traction. The Roman warrior would battle. He needed traction to fight and to advance. I wonder if we've ever considered our ability to advance would come by way of peace. Often we think of peace, we, we think, okay, I can rest now. Finally, peace has come. It, I like relax. Maybe peace is a gift of God in the midst of intensity so that you maintain footing and you keep advancing. If you're saying, God, I need to move from where I am. I'm trying to go forward. Perhaps the answer is God's peace. Peace. Peace that releases power, that releases energy and motivation, clarity of thought, creativity. When you're anxious and filled with fear, you're not going to see certain leadings of God that give you angles and options as to moving forward in your life. So the way to advance is peace. It settles you and then opens you to strategic leadership of the Holy Spirit in your life. Can you see why this would be a battleground? So how do we receive this? How do we receive the ministry of peace? I think we have to submit. That's a good word. There's no area where I can receive God's peace unless it's in submission to the Lord. I want God's peace in my heart, in my life, in my family, in my future, in my finances. So are those things in submission to God? Start with your heart. If you don't know peace, grace always comes before peace. It's grace and peace. If you don't have a relationship with the Lord, you can't bypass the grace of God to get to the peace of God. You've got to submit your heart to God to open your life to the peace of God. Submit. You see, he is, Jesus, called the Prince of Peace. He rules with peace. He is of the order, the Bible says, of Melchizedek, which was a priesthood of peace. He's all about peace peace but it comes by way of submission to him he is the shepherd and we are the sheep we're not to bear the burden up the mountain of destiny trying to figure it out on our own we need a leader we need a provider we need a peace speaker we need a way maker we submit our hearts to jesus 
And therefore, we open ourselves to receiving peace. Submit and then set your mind. I love when Isaiah said that he will keep you, and listen to this promise, it's in Isaiah 26, he will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on him. He will keep you. Does anyone here uh, have a testimony of just living every day in the perfect peace of God? I don't. I would like that. And here's the strategy. It's about setting my mind. If I'm watching television and I don't like what I'm seeing, I have a remote control. Father's Day is the day that all men get the remote. And so if you don't like what you're watching, you change the channel. Right? You go to something else. You, you reset it for a different content, for, for a whole different perspective. So this, this is what the Bible means. It's not, when it says set your mind on things above, it's, it's not like you're thinking about what kind of furniture will there be in heaven. It is Romans that says the carnal mind is death, but the spiritual mind is life and peace. It's those thoughts that would generate that kind of energy and momentum and peace in your life. So you test thoughts. And if they aren't according to Philippians 4.19, you challenge those thoughts with truth to keep your mind set. You may have to change the channel. You may need to switch over to HSN. That is not Home Shoppers Network. That is Holy Spirit Network. It's on 24 hours a day. It's not trying to get anything from you. It's not trying to set you up or manipulate you. It is trying to provide a constant stream of resource so that your mind can be kept in the peace of God because it's then that you have direction and protection and progress in your life. Progress. You're made to advance. Hey, Joshua, you've got a mission in front of you. I'm going to be with you just like I was with Moses, but you're going to have to keep your mind on me. Don't turn to the left. Don't get distracted. You're going to need my peace as you navigate the challenges of the future. How do we receive this peace? We submit to God, and we set our mind, and we pray. I want to spend some time here on this idea of praying. The Bible says that Present your request to the Lord. It, it's done with prayer. The Bible says like supplication. It's an intercessory focus of prayer with thanksgiving. And then the peace of God that passes understanding will be the guardian of your heart and your mind. What does it mean to pray and then to receive the peace of God? It's diligent prayer. It's praying until I receive peace. I want you to capture this because we'll move here in a few moments to the ministry of the word peace. This is the message. But it's really something we need to experience. It's not just lessons learned. We need to experience the peace of God. And we are given this incredible blessing of praying. It's praying diligently. Another way to say it is you pray through until the stress has been replaced with peace. You pray long enough, 
you pray through until you are experiencing a fresh perspective that is being generated by the peace of God. You pray through until the peace of God settles in that deepest core of who you are and it begins to give life into your thoughts and your emotions. It begins to break the power of oppression and lift the spirit of heaviness and it delivers you from a spirit of fear. It is the peace of God that is making its way even through unbelief. It's as you pray, you're praying knowing you've got a certain circumstance and the circumstance screams so loudly. It creates all the negative scenarios that you work out in your mind and the discouragement comes over your spirit like a cloud. And so you've got to process and pray through that until the spirit of the Lord has brought a liberty to your heart. I I don't want us to ever lose This idea of pressing in in prayer, this is what Elijah did. He kept saying to his servant, I have the promise that it's going to rain. You go to the top of the hill, look out over the horizon, and get me a weather report. The servant would come back and say, it's sky blue. There's not a cloud in the sky. And, and the word says that Elijah, literally, he bore down. He intensified in his praying. God had given him a promise. But do you see where prayer was part of that miracle in the making? That I believe he prayed through that situation until God provided the answer to his prayer. How about instead of leaving here and entering another week of a lot of depression and oppression and panic attacks and anxiety, why don't we pray through today until we've experienced the peace of God that comes from the Prince of Peace and why don't we walk in peace and know the strength that comes from a heart that is filled with the peace of God. All right, I want to talk to you. Fear is real. Depression is real. I know that depression is chemical, but it's also spiritual. Anxiety is real, and panic attacks are real. Oppression, a garment of heaviness, that heaviness that makes you try to find an answer for pain or situations of which man just can't answer. Heaviness that comes in the dark of the night when you feel isolated or alone and you go through the misery of those thoughts that run rapidly, playing out all the negative scenarios. Literally like a heavy hand of oppression on your heart and personality and emotions. And really, you don't need to hear that peace is a guidance and a protection and help you to progress. What you need is the ministry, not a lesson on peace. You need the ministry of peace. You need a manifestation of peace. You need the Holy Spirit to produce peace. And you need him to produce some peace right now. I have a great confidence in the peace of God. 
There have been too many situations where I've had to have it. I have not always given myself to prayer. The Bible says, pray or worry. That's really our option. There are times I have worried instead of prayed. But the times that I have prayed, God has always been faithful. In some rather difficult challenges in seasons of my life, He has proven to be a God of peace. And to be a God whose peace is stronger than the problems around me. I must confess to you that when I allowed worry or the anxiety to take over, and I feel ashamed of this even as a father, the turmoil in me becomes the culture around me. And I don't want that for my family. One of the greatest gifts as dads that we could give to our kids is a home that's peaceful. Where there is the peace of God. When we were looking to buy a home and we would go into homes, we, we, could literally, we would say to each other at times, Christians have lived in this home. You could sense the peace of God or not. It, it was just that tangible in certain situations. One reason I so want to know this piece is because I need it. And I want it to be the culture that I create. I think it could be one of the most incredible gifts to my family. And it could be one of the most incredible witnesses to a watching world. Someone who really knows peace. Do you see the battleground in this present day? With the world like it is? peace you see this demand that is now within the body of Christ and how quickly we are turning to the arm of flesh rather than to the strong arm of God the strong presence of God the God of the valley The God of the lowest valley. When your life has been shadowed even by death, there is a shepherd of your soul. There is a shepherd of shadow valley. There is a shepherd who will see you through. When, it, when, when the light of your, your future is eclipsed by the darkness of confusion and the attack of the enemy, there is a God who will never leave you, who will never forget you, who will never forsake you, And will be your peace in the midst of the valley. When it seems that life is straight uphill and it's it's tough. There is a God who will give you strength. That will allow you to tread even upon the high places. As convinced as I am about the power of the blood to save a sinner. To forgive the the vilest sin and to change a heart from darkness to light from sinner to a to a christian i am convinced that the peace of god can invade chaos and disorder stress and depression and bring a calm that comes by the spirit of the lord i am convinced of the peace of god it's an experience of peace it's not just i know that the bible talks about peace But I'm experiencing this peace by opening my heart and praying, setting my mind, submitting to God. Sometimes we need to be reminded of 
fact that God is the God of peace and he's here right now. We don't want to miss it in our stress and hurry and worry. Sometimes we can miss a spirit of greatness that's right in our midst. One of the world's greatest violinists had filled a theater in Boston. People had paid well over $100 a seat to listen to this man play this $3.5 million violin, some of the greatest musical pieces in time and time. They, the crowd would hit their feet and they would clap in ovation to the expertise of this incredible musician. They thought it'd be a neat experiment to take him to Washington, D.C. And the very next morning at one of the busiest train stations, they placed him in the lobby of the entrance and the exit of the train station where people were coming and going, dressed in plain clothes, but with the same $3.5 million violin playing with the same expertise. They wondered, would anybody stop and realize who was in their midst? And you can go on YouTube and see this. Preferably not right now. I prefer just trust me, check it out this afternoon. You can see it. it. It's amazing. This guy's playing, and these people are coming in, and it's like they don't even know he's there. They count 1,067 people that just passed him like he was a beggar. Every once in a while, somebody will come over and just drop a dollar in front of him. This is like the greatest violinist of the world, and they're dropping change in front of him, at least a few people. No one had a clue because they were preoccupied. They were captured by the needs of the day, perhaps the worry and the hurry. And even in a place like this where we would expect to see the word of the Lord raised, the thought of God raised, we can still miss it. We can be so preoccupied with what's going on in our life that we miss the peace of the peace speaker that's here right now. I don't want you to miss it. I really believe that the Lord can deliver you from depression. Panic attacks. Stress that has taken over. The spirit of fear. The spirit of heaviness. I believe God can deliver you. And he will do it by his peace. He will produce it. He will provide it. When you abide in him, you experience him. And he is peace. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to be very focused and it's very early and it's early on purpose so that we now can experience the message and not just hear it. I want you to get honest in the presence of the Lord. If there is fear in your heart and it's more dominant than peace and you want peace to be the ruler of your heart, I want you to raise your hand right now. I've got to confront this fear. God bless you. Thank you for your honesty. Today is your day. I want you to know that. I want you to hear that. You don't need to leave here with a spirit of fear. I know how that can be. God, God's word to you, hear this. God's going to give you traction, footing to advance. Number two. There's such a stress level in your life 
the thoughts are so rapid. You've tried to shut it down. You've tried. You've tried to discover peace. You're worn out. You're fatigued from the anxiety in your life. And it needs to change. It needs to change today. I want to see your hand. Say, that's me. God bless you. You'd say, Ron, there is a spirit of heaviness on my, my heart, my spirit, my emotions. I'm depressed. I'll just get honest about it. I'm depressed. I lack the energy that I know I should have. I, I lack the perspective I know I should have. I don't have peace. I'm depressed. And I need the peace of God. I need change. I need this depression removed and broken. Would you just lift your hand right now and say, that's me. God bless you. Thank you for being honest. Thank you. The oppressive heaviness of the devil's attack. I just have a word for you today. and It's the word of peace. It's going to start in the depths of your being. It's more powerful than anything that man has to offer. Don't discredit the, the help of doctors who've been given the wisdom of God to come up with solutions. I don't discredit that for a second. But I want you to know there is a peace speaker who is a great physician, who is a wonderful counselor. He's a mighty God and the prince of peace. He'll give you peace today. If you raised your hand for any one of those needs or you needed to, I want you to stand right where you are all across this place. You raised your hand or you needed to, just stand. And I want you to find the nearest aisle and just come right as close to this platform as you can get. And now we're going to open our heart to experience this very peace we've been talking about. I, I thank you so much for your willingness to come this is your moment I believe it with all of my heart just come on and just come right across the front here before we pray once you all get here I want to talk to you for a moment To me, a spirit of heaviness, it makes you feel isolated and it just kind of works in darkness. And I want you to know your very response today is, is bringing it into light. And God's, God's going to work. I want, you, I want you to know that the spirit of heaviness is about to be broken over your life. I'm not here to just do religious routine and Say, you know, present your request and the peace of God that passes understanding will guard you as if that's the right thing for me to say. I've been praying about this and, and I feel God's going to give you traction. Some of you have been stuck and you're about to move from where you are to where God wants you to be. Some of you have got to make peace with your past. Now hear that. You make peace with your past by grace. 
You cannot go forward with an unreconciled past. You will have no peace for today or tomorrow if you don't reconcile the past. And the way you do that is by grace, God's grace. Whatever some of you are so troubled about that's out in the future, you're going to have to pray for the peace of God right now and cast that care on the Lord. You're not made to bear that burden. He is the burden bearer. You're not made to bear it. Give it to him today as we pray. I don't want you to feel alone. I want a prayer team member to come. I don't want anyone alone. So prayer team, if you'll move as quickly as you can. And you're going to experience his peace as we pray. This church loves you. We care about you. We have no idea the story behind you being at this altar, but God does. I have no doubt some of you are in the most intense times of your life. And you need God's peace and you need it now. And I just want to come with a word of encouragement. God's going to provide. We'll wait as other prayer team members come. Thank you guys for coming and helping pray. Appreciate that so much. Stephanie, I'm going to need you today. Right over here on this side. I feel the Lord's peace already. I felt it all day. I woke up just sensing the peace of God. He's going to give you his peace. You're not alone. You're not alone. Thank you, Lord. Some of you are so tired, so worn out from what it's like dealing with that in your spirit. Just give it to the Lord today. Name it and give it to God. Now, Lord, I pray for every person here more than a message on peace Lord we need to experience peace you are the one who can speak and work in such a way that peace comes Lord I want to rebuke the devil in your name the name of Jesus who is trying to bring a spirit of fear I pray that it would be broken I pray that a spirit of heaviness would be lifted. I pray that depression would be exchanged for peace and joy. We just shout grace over yesterday. We reconcile the past through your provision at the cross by the grace that you have provided. We write forgiveness over yesterday. We write hope over today. We write vision over tomorrow. Give us this day now and our daily bread. Give us the, the portion that we need for this day to walk in peace and not doubt. To walk in joy and not fear. To walk in the motivation of the peace of God rather than the heaviness of discouragement and depression. Instead of, Lord, speaking the negativity that comes out of a heart that's defeated, we're going to be life-giving because our minds that are going to be stayed on you are going to be life and peace. Lord, the culture around us is going to be that of peace because the peace of God is going to be dwelling in us. I thank you, Lord, for that, that it does start 
on the inside, my friend, at the deepest part of who you are right now, the deepest part of who you are, that's where the Lord begins to minister, the core of who you are. This isn't fragile. This isn't elusive. This is a surpassing peace of God. Thank you, Lord, for peace. God of peace. Prince of peace. Holy Spirit that produces peace, just have your way. Have your way. Right in the midst of it, Lord, we sense the peace of God. The peace of the Lord. Over the past and over the present. Over the future. Peace coming down from the Father. I thank you for it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, can we just lift our hands in praise? It's, it's been a while. This is the garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. This is just thanksgiving. Lord, it's, I'm not who I was. I'm not leaving the way I came. I'm holding, Lord, and held by the promise of God over my life. I thank you, Lord, for grace and peace. I thank you for the power of peace in my heart to give my mind clarity and rest. To, to give my future uh, filled with hope and opportunity and I anticipate it rather than regret it or fear it. Thank you, Lord, that the fear has been lifted. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for a sound mind. Thank you for power and love that comes from your presence. We just worship you. Lord, it's all in your hands. These situations that we wonder how will unfold, it's all in your hands. We cast our cares upon you. We give it to you, God. We walk in peace right now. We're overwhelmed, not with fear, but peace. Not with depression, but joy. You've broken, you've broken that stronghold. That stronghold, Lord, by the weapons of our warfare that are not carnal, but mighty. We pull down the strongholds of bondage in Jesus' name. And we thank you that you've delivered us. Thank you, God, for setting us free. Thank you for transformation. Thank you for a new opportunity to walk in this liberty. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now sing it with me. Peace, peace. Let's sing it. Peace.